Hello, hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you are listening. This is Story Shed. We are back with season three of Story Shed. Thank you so much for joining us. The storytelling podcast for children of all ages, adults too, uh, ducks, dancers, divers, anybody who wants to join us. Here we are. We are here with our new and original stories each and every episode. Now, this is episode 23. And it's called How the Koala Lost Its Tail, which is an old Australian Aboriginal folk tale that I've had a go at writing. And at the end of the podcast, I will do a couple of hellos to some people out there. I'm going to try and catch up on some of that. So stick around if you want to hear that. And thank you very much for listening. Let's open the door to the shed. Here we go. Episode 23, How the Koala Lost Its Tail Have you ever looked at a koala's bottom? I'm sure you've looked at a koala's face, so cute with those sticky-out fluffy ears, that egg-shaped squishy nose, those coal-black innocent eyes. But have you ever looked at their bottom? Perhaps not. Next time you see a koala, be sure to have a look at his bottom, because... Where you might expect to see a tail, just like his cousin, the kangaroo, there isn't really anything there. There's a bit of a stump, but that's about it. You definitely wouldn't call it a tail. So why doesn't poor old koala have a tail? I'm sure a tail would be pretty useful with all that hanging around in trees that he does. Well, the truth is, he did have a tail. Many, many summers ago, he had a tail. The koala had a tail. Would you like to find out what happened to Koala's tail? Well, off we go then. A thousand summers ago in a distant part of a distant land that would one day be known as Australia lived Koala and Tree Kangaroo. They lived happily enough and had all they needed for a quiet, peaceful life. Enough food, plenty of water and plenty of trees in which to rest and shade from the sun. One year, however, the rains didn't come, the rivers didn't flow and the streams dried up. The summer was hotter and drier than anything either of them had ever experienced. They were weak and weary and waterless. Even the leaves on the trees began to give up and turn brown and crispy. I have an idea, said Tree Kangaroo one steamy afternoon. I remember when I was a small tree kangaroo, no bigger than that tree stump, he continued, pointing to a tree stump. I remember my mother digging a hole. So what? said Koala, eager for tree kangaroo to get to the point. She dug a hole so deep, she dug a hole so deep, Koala, that she found water. She found water under the ground. Koala's eyes lit up as much as a koala's eyes can light up. "Uh, Excellent, he said. Let's get to it. So Koala and Tree Kangaroo headed to the nearest dried-up riverbed and Tree Kangaroo started to dig. Koala, tired from the walk to the riverbed, said that he needed to rest a while in the cool shade of a nearby tree. So Tree Kangaroo kept on digging and digging. After a while, his arms began to feel a little tired 
so he wiped the sweat from his forehead and looked towards the tree. Koala was fast asleep, nestled amid the branches and what remained of the leaves, his long tail coiled gently around the biggest branch. Oh well, thought Tree Kangaroo, at least he will be well rested when he wakes up and he can take over the digging for a while. So Tree Kangaroo kept on digging. After a bit more of a while, Koala woke up. Ah, good, said Tree Kangaroo. It's your turn to dig now, Koala. So Koala headed down the tree, but as he reached the foot of the tree, he let out a little squeal and said, Oh, ouchies, I've just stood on a thorn. Sorry, Tree Kangaroo, you'll have to carry on for a while while I get this out. So Tree Kangaroo kept on digging, ignoring the scorching sun on his back, ignoring the burning in his arms and legs. Some time later, Tree Kangaroo felt utterly exhausted, not to mention thirstier than he had ever been before. His mouth felt as dry as the dust beneath his feet. Please, he begged Koala, please take your turn digging. So once more, Koala headed down the tree. But as he reached the foot of the tree, he clutched his head and said, Oh, I feel awfully dizzy, tree kangaroo. I am sorry, but I think I have to sit down for a little while. So tree kangaroo kept on digging and digging and digging. Until eventually, until finally, until incredibly, his hole started filling up with water. Koala! he shouted. Koala, I've done it! I've found water! Koala leapt down the tree this time, his foot fine and no longer dizzy. He bounded towards the riverbed and tree kangaroo's hole. And when he got there, he shoved tree kangaroo out the way, shoved him right out of the hole, bent down and started drinking, gulping up the water like he had never drank before. Um... Tree Kangaroo said, make sure you don't drink it all. Koala ignored him and kept on drinking. Finally, Tree Kangaroo snapped. Normally a calm, patient Tree Kangaroo, a rage grew in him like he had never known. His blood boiled. So he reached down into the hole and he grabbed Koala by the tail and he swung him round and round and round and round and round until eventually... Koala's tail ripped completely off and Koala went spinning through the air before hitting the ground and landing in a pile of dust. Calm once more and desperately thirsty, Tree Kangaroo headed back down into the hole, the hole he had dug, and began to drink heartily from the shallow pool of water. So if you ever do get the chance to look at a koala's bottom, you'll know now why there's just a little stump there instead of a long curly tail. And hopefully, Koala learned a valuable lesson that day. There we go, that was episode 23, and I am joined now by Belle and Ida, our little helpers. Hello! Bye bye! <laughs> Hello! First of all, when is this story set? When does it happen? A, a long time ago. Because the koala lost his tail a long time ago. Okay, good. And where is it set? Where does it happen? Australia. What is the problem for koala and tree kangaroo? What's the problem? What happens? Uh, it's very hot, so they have no water and all the rivers are dried up. So what do they try to do 
to get water. What do they try to do to get water, Edie? Uh, dig up a hole, because tree kangaroo knows a long, long time ago, his mum digged up a hole and there's a, there was water under the ground. Excellent. So they go to a dried up riverbed to dig this hole, and then what happens? Koala's a bit lazy, and he doesn't help, because he, I, I think he just fakes everything, and he just, to stop himself from digging. So what are those things that he fakes? Because he's lazy. Because <laughs> he was tired from the walk, he felt a bit dizzy, he stood on the thorn. So, tree kangaroo digs and digs and digs. Does he find water? Yes. Yeah! But... But then what happens? What does koala do when the water comes? He runs and runs down the tree and he's suddenly all better. And then he goes, he pushes tree kangaroo out the way and then he goes straight to the hole and slurps up all the water. (laughs) (laughs) And then tree kangaroo... Got his tail swinged him all around and his tail comed off. Because he got very, very annoyed because he was doing all the work and he didn't even get a treat for doing the work. Fantastic. Now, what do we think then is the message behind this story? Um, we know it's how the koala lost his tail, but what's the message behind this story? Um, um you need to share and help and, yeah... <laughs> And not be annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thank you very much, girls. Say bye-bye. We'll see you next time. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. (laughs) There we go. Thank you to our little helpers, Ida and Belle. And as promised, I'm just going to say hello to a couple of people who've got in touch. I've uh, fallen out of the habit of doing this, but I'm going to try. If you have got in touch with us, either via email or Twitter or Facebook or leaving us a review, I'll do my best to catch up with some hellos because I do appreciate it. I love it. I love getting messages from people. It's so great. So first of all, hello to Duncan and Adeline from Australia, living in Jordan, whose grandma Sue sent us a message saying that they love listening to this and answering the questions at the end. That sounds very adventurous. Australian living in Jordan. Hello to you guys. Hello to Eva, who left us a lovely review saying that she wanted more podcasts because she'd learnt them all by heart. So hi, Eva. I'm not sure where you were sending from, but hello. And finally, hello to Jerry, listening in Birmingham, whose dad says he's a mega fan, whose favourite is apparently... Moon Goose. And I think I agree with that, actually, Jerry. I think that's my favourite, too. So, hello, Jerry. Thanks so much for listening. Keep it up. And I'll see you all on the next episode of Story Shed. Mm-hmm.